This is a Podfire production. This podcast may include explicit themes or swearing and may not be suitable for children. G'day guys, welcome to Awesome Humans COVID-19 edition. I'm your host, Brett McCallum, and during this difficult time, we're trying to bring you the biggest and brightest humans we can off this amazing planet of ours. We're trying to give you some stories to keep you entertained whilst you're all locked away in isolation. Today's one's going to be an absolute ripper, so I really hope you do enjoy it. In today's COVID-19 special edition of Awesome Humans, I'm joined by my cousin, Tara Gripton. I'm very excited to say that out loud. She's the Open Under 64 category world powerlifting champion. She took home gold in the squat and the deadlift, and we're going to talk about that a bit more later on. But she's a dual world champion. She's an Australian powerlifting champion. And since 2017, she's been breaking records all around the world. I'm so excited to have this conversation. A woman that's under 64 kilos that can lift 200 kilos is just insanity. And I'm so proud to be related to her. Welcome, Tara. How are you, darling? I'm well. Great introduction. Thank you. No worries. That's just what I do. Actually, I didn't write it. I just read it. (laughs) So what's going on? Where are you at at the moment? In Wollongong? In Wollongong. Um... Yeah, beautiful day here today, actually. Are you allowed outside? Yes, we're allowed outside. Oh, that's good. So are you training or what are you doing? I am training with what I have at the moment, but very limited. But um, I'm waiting for some equipment to to arrive. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's not my normal training, that's for sure. I really miss it at the moment. It must but... be hard being locked in an apartment and not being able to sort of go to the gym. Oh, definitely. And... Yeah, but I guess everyone's in the same situation, so it is what it is, I guess. It is. Well, today's podcast is all about you, and I know you're nervous about talking about yourself and stuff like that, but being the champion that you are, you're going to have to get used to it because I'm sure you're going to do a lot more interviews and stuff like that. <laughs> so hopefully I can help you along the way. But this is all about you. So where where were you born and, and where did you grow up? Born in Bulai. I grew up in Bulai. Um yeah, so now I'm in Mungong, so it's not too far, 20 minutes. So do you get to see mum and dad very often? Uh, I speak to mum probably three times a day, see them <laughs> two times a week. So, yes, definitely. So <laughs> nothing's changed? No, nothing's changed at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. And then what school to go to? Bulai High. So it's just Bulai from, from go to woe, hey? Yeah, pretty much. And when you were a kid, what sort of what, what did you want to be? Did you obviously you didn't always think, hey, I'm gonna be a powerlifting world champion. What did you want to do when you're at school? Um, when I was at school, I always yeah, loved sport, but um yeah, I'm not really I, I've always loved cooking and um knew that, that was a passion, but I wasn't sure what I wanted to do with it as well. So, yeah. <laughs> and at school, were you were you good? Were you bad? Were you a nerd? Were you a jock? What were you at school? Um, primary school, I was pretty much a tomboy, did every single sport possible. Um, when I got to high school, I was an average student. I mean, I was good at what I wanted to do, but I didn't <laughs> love school. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's all right. It's as long as you had sport as a bit of an outlet, hey? Yeah, definitely. And then when you left school, did you go to uni or did you get a job? What did you do? So I left school in year 11, uh, moved to Sydney. I did beauty for a year, um, went to a college, lived there, 
Um, I just turned 17 and then um, I stayed in Sydney for three years. I did two jobs, worked two jobs and um, travelled a fair bit. Yeah. And, and what, is that still in the beauty industry you were then? Um, no, I left the beauty industry uh, after a year, realised it wasn't for me. And then um, I worked in retail, always loved fashion because I've always worked since I was 12. So, um, yeah, I always could buy what I wanted. And, um, yeah, and then I worked at a restaurant on the weekend as well. So busy. <laughs> and then what made you move back to uh, back down the coast? So um, mum and dad had a business and then they left partnerships and mum said she couldn't do it anymore. So I took over the business with dad. Dad had his full-time job and I pretty much ran it by myself. Yeah, so that, that was a little cafe, wasn't it? Yeah, right on the beach. So busy, full staff. One of the best um, parts of the world too. It's beautiful down there. Yeah, it's so beautiful to work right on the beach. That's for sure. And so you did that for a few years. Yeah, at least five years. Um, I felt like I didn't really have a. a I life. missed a lot of <laughs> life. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and um, then I. Got into cooking a fair bit because the the chefs um, were unreliable and I felt like I could do a better job and I had to do menus. So I learned I learned really quickly. <laughs> and did you re did you really enjoyed that part of your life? Um, I, I feel like I missed a bit of um, social aspects with my friends, but um, I did love the challenge and all the cooking side of it and learning learning so much at a young age. <laughs> Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> and what um, what then sort of got to, when did you start to sort of decide I'm going to start lifting heavy stuff? Well, I was at a gym, just a basic um, gym at the time, and my trainer, I was just doing legs once a week, and um, he said, oh, you've got natural ability, natural strength. And I'm like, yeah. And then my boyfriend at the time was lifting with power lifters, and I wasn't training. I was already lifting heavier than them. I wasn't specifically doing... <laughs> You know, um, and then I got introduced to my my previous powerlifting coach in Wollongong, and he put me into a comp within six weeks. I had to learn how to squat, bench, deadlift within six weeks, and I won my first competition, and pretty much everyone after that. <laughs> and so, why powerlift? What's what's the difference between sort of powerlifting and um, normally sort of weightlifting? I feel like powerlifting is a lot more of a variety with your strength. So powerlifting, squat, bench and deadlift, where I feel like weightlifting, it's all, I don't know, similar. I feel like it's a more varied strength, how you can be tested, I guess. So it's more of an all-round type strength. Yeah, I feel that's what I love about it, yeah. So how would that compare, say, to like strongman or strong, strong woman? Is it the same sort of um, muscles you're using, like, you know, how they pick up the big balls and the big boulders and all that sort of stuff? Or yeah. is it different? Uh, I think it's you've got to be strong in all all of them. Um, I guess you've just got to train for each specific um, competition. And is that something that you've ever thought of doing? Is going into like a strongman competition? You know what? I actually would like to try it. I love I love learning new things and new challenges. So I think one day I would like to. But I'm always training for a competition. So really, um, there's not a lot of time to do anything. Maybe when I get out of powerlifting, I could do it. But yeah. <laughs> it's interesting because, like, until I found out what you were doing, I never really knew that powerlifting was a sport. I always thought it was um, either strongman or just normal Olympic weightlifting. And then since I've looked, sort of watched you progress and that sort of stuff, it's unbelievable. It's massive. Yeah, it's huge. It's just not an Olympic sport. So a lot of people 
don't know about. It's a lot more um, recognised now in the last couple of years. But, yeah, I totally understand what you're saying. <laughs> and is that because we've now got some world champions in the space or is that because um, because it's sort of just a lot more media about it? Um, a lot more media and I think people um, are just – it's just more accessible and, yeah, people are enjoying getting stronger, I guess. It's just a lot more around. And so how often do you train? Five days a week, um, three hours a session. It's not like cardio where you, you know, constantly training the whole time. Because I'm lifting heavy, you've got to sometimes rest eight minutes between each set. Yeah. And so what, what, what's, a, what's a normal day in the life of Tara? Um, so I go to work. I still work in hospitality. Um, I run a kitchen. Um, wake up at 5.30, go to work. I work till 3.30. Then I quickly get changed and go to the gym for three hours. Then I get back at 7, quickly cook dinner, and then I'll go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just it's rinse and repeat. Yeah, yeah. Five <laughs> days. Um, I usually get a day off in the day, um, midweek to have a recovery. And then train Saturdays, off Sundays, but then I always work Sundays. So not really any days off, I guess. And and so the reason you didn't like working at the cafe is because you didn't get to see your friends much and didn't get to go out. Is it still the same? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm very social and I still do dinners and stuff, but it is a bit limited, especially when I'm craving for a coffee. Fair enough, because you're in bed by half past seven. So <laughs> <Yeah>. it's... <laughs> they want to speak to me after 7.30, that's for sure. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. So when you go and, and you sort of first start out at this, how old are you when you first started? I only started three years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. So within three years, you've become a world champ. Um, yeah, I guess you could say that. Well, it's the truth. You've got to be proud of that stuff, hey? Yeah, I know. I know. It's hard to sort of say, though, isn't it? It's hard to sort of realise that actually that's me up on the podium. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> well, the thing is, you're a very you come from a very humble family, except your old man who likes to talk a lot about himself. He um <laughs> and selfies <laughs> and his selfies. Oh, my God. he selfies and and the uh, the pictures of the waves. I love him. He's <laughs> oh, I love Loza. He's a great man. <laughs> yeah, you're you're obviously a very humble person. And the thing is, when people start putting plaudits on you, how does that make you feel? Does it make you feel uncomfortable or? Nervous or why are they doing that to me? Yeah, a little bit uncomfortable, um, as you can tell. <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure why. I just, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's just one of those things. So when you first started three years ago, you you sort of obviously could see that you could lift heavier than your boyfriend at the time. What did, <laughs> yes, uh, that's right. <laughs> what did you, um, when you first went to that powerlifting stuff, what, why? What, what was it that... that got you straight away? Was it the fact that they were going to put you in a competition or you said you had talent? Why did you, why did you move um, with it? Well, I've come from a sporting background ever since I was five. Um, I grew up in every sport, so I've been determined at every single sport that I've ever done and I've excelled in most. So I think it was just a natural progression, to be honest, um, competing in something and doing the best and being the best that I could possibly be. But the thing is, at your age, and you're definitely not old, don't take that the wrong way, <laughs> but, <laughs> but the thing is, it's it's not like a lot of people go out and start a new sport. Like, they've either always played netball and they go and do netball again, or they've always done this or whatever. To actually then take up a new sport just three years ago is amazing. 
Yeah, it is It is different. Um, and it's just so addictive trying to get better, stronger and, yeah, so I know what you're saying. <laughs> I've got, I've got a friend of mine, uh, Andrea Hams is her name. She represented New Zealand at the at the last uh, Commonwealth Games. And uh, she used to be a uh, a sprinter and a hurdler. And so she was at one of the Commonwealth Games for hurdling. And the last game, she was actually there for weightlifting. And the um, the I went and watched her uh, and she was up on the podium and that sort of stuff. And I've interviewed her and I said to her, sort of, what's the difference? And she said, weightlifting is so much more addictive than any other sport she's ever had because you even list 100 grams heavier and it's a new accomplishment. Like you're always getting more and more and more. Yeah, definitely. And even with all the different lifts and then with my new coach, I've learned on different ways, technique, there's something each single week that you can improve or work on. That's what I love about it. So when you go to a, a training session, do you do like just squats for this session and just deadlifts for that session or bench? What do you, um, or do you do all three all the time? Um, so usually it's it's squats um, and then bench only, upper body, and then sometimes I'll do lower, lower weights and higher reps with squats and deads, but it's usually the legs or upper body. It's, it's not all three ever. Oh, really? Okay. But what about on a comp? Is it all three in the one day or is it spread over a period of time? All three in the one day. But because wow. it's only really singular lifts, well, oh, okay. I'm training, it's lots of reps, so I need the recovery. So if it's single lifts, then you can sort of come in at any stage during the comp and just have a crack? Um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so you don't, you don't have to sort of go from one to the next to the next, it's just how heavy you can lift that time, or do you like qualify and then go up to the next level? No, so you've got to do the best of three lifts. You start with squats, you always finish on your heaviest, um, bench, Three lifts and then deadlifts, and it usually comes down to the last pull on the deadlifts. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and, and is that nerve-wracking, that last pull on the deadlift? No, I'm never nervous. I'm so freaking excited. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, though. So I'm looking at some of these numbers, and I've never asked women how much they weigh, but how much do you weigh? Um, 65 kilos at the moment. So I'm getting in trouble off my assistant as I'm yelling over now. So at 65 kilos, and what, you, what I've got here at the World Champs, she did a 162-kilo squat. Yeah. What are we up to now? What's your record in squat? So my best squat is 168, but I did 162 at Worlds. 168's more than 100 kilos heavier than you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that must be just so exciting when you pull that off. Oh, it's so exciting just because it's so much of a build-up and then all your hard work is just on the floor and, yeah. A lot of people get nervous, but I'm just so excited on the day. And what about bench press? How how um, how heavy can you bench press? Um, 85 kilos is my best. Yeah. Do you realise that's like 20 kilos more than you? I, I, you know, you're trying to put it into context. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, I'm, I'm a big unit, right? I'm, I'm over 100 kilos, and I'd be lucky to push 85 kilos up myself. You're like nearly 35 kilos lighter than me, and you can push. That's insane. <laughs> and the deadlift, what are we up with deadlift now? 192 kilos in the World Powerlifting Championships. What are you up to? So my, my bench is, my best is 200, but for me to win on the day, I needed to pull 192. Oh, so if you're on the day and you're you're sitting there and you can actually lift lighter, 
then obviously it's just whatever you need to do to win the comp. Yeah, it's not worth risking to go for a PB if you only need to pull this weight. It's just tactical on the day. That must be exciting, though, especially if you're last. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you're sitting there going, actually, I've lifted heavier than this. This is going to be, I'm going to get this. <laughs> did you realise that you were, you were going to be the world champ when you did it? Uh, I, I knew what I had to do to pull it, um, for sure. And, was... and your confidence levels were high? Um, I'm never too cocky before I do it. I just know I've got to do the job. So you just go in and it's like muscle Yeah, yeah just like a, I don't know, um, just go and attack. And, yeah, if you're too confident, you're not going to pull it off. So it's interesting. I used to do CrossFit uh, a fair bit years, years and years ago now, but I got up to 198.5 kilos on a deadlift and then I was, like, very excited. And I went to lift up 200. I couldn't even move it. <laughs> just <laughs> I could never get 200 kilos off the floor. To lift 200 kilos must be just, like, so exciting. Oh, my God. Not a better feeling in the world. Um, yeah. Uh, that's a, that's a lot of weight. <laughs> yeah, it felt like a lot. That's <laughs> so when you get a PB now, are you, are you comfortable with that or are you going to now go to 201? I want 215 this year. <laughs> 215 yeah. more kilos. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And do you think now you've got a new coach that you're, um, you, you've got a better technique or something now? So do you think that's actually easier now or harder or how's that work? It's for the last year, it's been a lot harder, but I think once everything's into play, um, it will be easier to pull off um, a heavier weight because I'm using my levers a lot better and for my body shape, if you, if you know what I mean. Yeah, 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 for yeah, sure. Yeah. So, so is that is that a uh, sort of the key difference between different coaches and mentors um, about different ways they do things or they see your body works this particular way? So, if you make this adjustment, that makes it easier. Is that the way it works? Yeah, that's the way it works. Uh, everything's technique based. Of course, you've got to have a, the base, but it's everything's technique. That's um, that's awesome. So, where was the world champs? In Calgary, in Canada. And was that your first time in Canada? First time in Canada, um, yeah, first Worlds. And and you rock up. Like one of my aims in life was always to wear the Australian emblem on my chest and it must be a pretty proud moment when you when you pull um, the coat of arms up and you've actually got like you're in, you're in an Australian tracksuit and all that sort of stuff. How, how's that feeling when you find out you've made the Australian team? Oh, my God. Like, it's not a better feeling wearing the green and gold. Couldn't be prouder. Especially then, um, on the platform at the end, they're seeing the Australian anthem and they're seeing my family and cry and all my peers. It was just um, the best feeling you could ever have. Yeah, definitely. And and it's a um, it's, oh, if you don't cry in those sort of moments, then it's it's, it's just wrong because <laughs> it's, yeah. it's just insane, isn't it? So so you're in Calgary the first time, um, and do you get to actually have a bit of a holiday as well, or you just rock up and and go to the um, the tournament? So it was definitely not a holiday before I got there. It was five days of just eating, sleeping, getting the training in. And then after that, travelled a bit and then went to Mexico um, for 10 days. And that was the rest and relaxation? Yes, definitely. And Sunshine, lots of food. <laughs> Margaritas. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and do you get a medal or what did you get? Did you get a medal or a trophy or what did you get? So um, we... We got some cowboy hats. Um, it was something for Calgary. I got a flask and 
lots of medals. Oh, and, really? And a, and a big trophy because I won the best overall as well. Yeah. So when you say the best overall, what was the numbers for that? Um, so it was 162.5 squat, um, 80, 83 bench and 192 deadlift for best overall female in my weight. That's exciting. <laughs> so that's, that's, does that, that give you another world champion or is that just for that particular tournament or how does that work? So um, just for that tournament, um, I've got a, it's another competitions again at the end of the year, so you have to go for it again. You could have a new competition. You always have to beat your best, yeah. So this year, what, what are we going to – obviously now with COVID-19, it makes, must be making it hard to train. Yeah. So normally you're sort of up at 5.30, you go to work, you then finish work, go home and train and then go and cook in and go to bed. What, yeah. what's, what's a day in the life of Tara COVID-19 style? Um, working, working a bit, um, cooking a lot more. At home. Um, yeah, at home. Um, yeah, what else? Lots of walks, actually, and I never usually walk. I've been running a bit too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? <like> running. <laughs> <laughs> and what, so what are you lifting? Are you still doing weights and stuff now at home or you can't or are you locked up or you're allowed out? Um, I'm doing handheld weights and body weight stuff, but um, I'm waiting on some stuff to arrive and I think things will change next week. Um, but, yeah, totally different. <laughs> well, it's a bit different when you're lifting 200 kilos compared to lifting yourself with body weight stuff. Yeah. It's not going to be the same what sort of strength. Is it? Totally different. I miss my training, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and do you find it's a really good mental health thing? Because that's one of the things we always find with gyms and that's the hardest part about, we've all found about being locked away is the, that we can't go to the gym. Um, I go to a boxing gym and I can't punch a bag and I find that really difficult to deal with. Do you find the same that if you're not going there mentally, it's, it's not good for you? 100%. It's all mental for me, to be honest. Oh, yeah, totally, totally all mental. Um, yeah, I've struggled a little bit with this COVID-9, but, um, yeah, I just I, know, I, I agree with what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got, I've got four kids, right, and my, um, my youngest daughter, so I've got two girls, two boys, my youngest daughter's 15, and um, she boxes with me and she loves training and she wants to really get into powerlifting, thanks to you. Thanks for that. It's going to cost me a fortune. <laughs> But, but what she wants to do is uh, she wants to get into it and because she's really, really strong and uh, that might be a family trait that none of us knew about. But, <laughs> um, but, but the big thing is, is she's 15 years old. Is that too young? How, how old do you think that, that you need to be to start lifting heavy stuff? I don't think that's too, too young at all. No way. What would you recommend I do? Do I take it to a gym? Do I take it to a trainer? How would I, how would I deal with it? Give me some life advice, Tara. Okay, I would definitely take her to a powerlifting coach that's specific so she could learn how to do the movements properly first. Okay. Yeah. And um, and a powerlifting coach is different to an Olympic weightlifting coach, yeah? Totally different. It's okay. all, all different movements, yeah. And would you recommend that she does powerlifting over other lifting or is he just being biased? 100% powerlifting over <laughs> other lifting. It's more challenging. It's more variety, testing all different strengths. 
Okay, I'll do that then. <laughs> Hopefully she can be up on the podium with you one day. That'd be pretty Oh, nice. she will be. She'll be <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's great. So what, um, when, when you're now going back, you're going to get your equipment next week, you're going to start training. You're doing that at home? Are the gyms open down there or then they're not open up here? No, they're still closed. Um, I can set up something in the garage. There's a few base things that I've got. So I've yep. got the barbell. I'm waiting on the squat and um, bench. How heavy is your barbell? 20 kilos. Oh, you mean handheld? Yeah. Oh, depending what I'm doing. Oh, you got a lot. They change, do they? Yeah, yeah. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, it's not like a little three kilo <laughs> aerobics on style type thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, um, yeah, everything's closed still. So it's yeah. just making everything work for what I can at the moment. No, that's fair enough too. And it's um it's it's like that though with everything. You just gotta do what you gotta do, don't you? Yeah, yeah, that's right. So when's the next competition? Well, um well, you I'm don't not know sure. it, just, it just depends, but um I know Wells will be on at the end of the year and that's in Melbourne this year. Can you believe it? Oh wow. Yeah. So when when's that? So it was supposed to be in October, they'll probably push it back to December. Yep. Um and then there might be a nationals comp before that. So I've got to come first, first to qualify for Worlds. So you got to win the national, then go. Yeah, to Worlds. yeah. And that's the most nervous you've sounded since you've been on this whole call. <laughs> <laughs> Are there many other women in your category in Australia? Yeah, there's, there's lots. I've got Australia. I've got um actually one of the toughest competition to be honest. Oh, so if you win the Australian, then it assists you obviously with Worlds because there's a lot more competition here. Yeah, it's it's a, definitely a good builder for Worlds because we've got the, one of the strongest girls in um, in the world. That's pretty well, Obviously, you've got the strongest in the world because that's you. <laughs> <laughs> so in uh, in Melbourne, how's how's that week go? Do you sort of get down there and um, you have your? Do you just eat before and like, or do you have to still train and and that sort of stuff? So I've still got to train the the week. I'll probably go there two weeks before. Um, to get used to my surroundings and um, still train, but everything light and um, pretty much just eat, sleep and recover. And when do you do it? Like, do you have to do a weigh-in? I have to do a weigh-in an hour before. So all my food is manipulated just so I get there. The heavier you are to your weight, the more advantage it is. So it's all... So the closer you get to the 64, the better. Yes, that's right. So do you find that you have to, like, shed before that or do you shed previously then build back up to it so um because i'm on high calories i don't really have to shed too much so it's just manipulating it in the week because muscle weighs heavier than fat doesn't it yes definitely (laughs) so it it must be hard to sort of or is it as you're lifting heavier surely muscle gets bigger which means that gets heavier how's that work well I've got a nutrition coach and he works with my actual powerlifting coach. So he manipulates everything depending where I'm at with my competition, what my load is. He'll change the food. Even oh, okay. Even days and, yeah. All right, so you get told what to eat pretty much? To- told the amount of food, not actually what to eat. Oh, really? Like how much carbs, fats and protein to have each day. And it's, it's high carb. And do you find that you, um, because you've obviously been cooking for a long time now, do you do all your own meals and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, all my own meals. And do you find that easier? It is a lot more time consuming. You've got to 
spend time doing it. But, um, yeah, because I'm knowledgeable about food, it's quite easy. Yeah, because obviously that would be beneficial because you actually knew about stuff before you started. Yeah, 100%. If I didn't, and um, I know how to make things tasty without adding too many calories, lots of herbs. So it's definitely helps with having that background. And how long do you think you're going to be powerlifting for? I'm not sure. Um, well, how long is it? At least, at least a last? couple of years. At least yeah. a couple of years, that's for sure. And then what, would you get into coaching or do you love it that much? Um, I'm not sure about coaching. Um, yeah. Or yeah. the food side of things maybe? I think I'll go into more food side of things and still keep my hand in some kind of sport, that's for sure. And what about sort of um, media commitments and stuff now? Do you do you get much sort of – is there much media around powerlifting? No, not really. Not, no, not at all. And what about sponsorship and stuff? Do you pay for all this yourself or how does this all work? Um, it is self-funded. I do have a couple of sponsors, but um, no, powerlifting is a self-funded sport. Well, we need to fix that. Let's get some <laughs> sponsors on board. <laughs> I can help you with that. <laughs> we, we can we can help you manage that process. You should be doing TV commercials and lifting people and stuff like that. <laughs> that would be fun, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a world champion. We need to let people know that for sure. <laughs> so I, I follow you on Instagram, TG Lifts. That's right. And um, your, your training and, and the videos and stuff you, got, you do on there. Do you do all that yourself or is someone doing that for you? Um, I do all that myself with the, the Instagram stories, um, but the Iron Tanks videos, they do. Because there's some pretty cool videos on there. Yeah, they've, they've done such a good job. Um, that was We filmed that after I won Nationals um, in Melbourne last year. And what's Iron Tanks? Are they uh, a brand? Are they, are they a product? Yeah, so they're a powerlifting um, Australian brand from Melbourne. They do um, all accessories for powerlifting, but then they've got um, active wear as well. And, yeah. Is there many brands out there for powerlifting? No, only a couple. So maybe we need to start a TG powerlifting brand. <laughs> yeah. Let's do that. That's even more fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that's awesome. Okay, so during my podcast, I always ask these questions. So you need to these – are, these are the pre-prepared ones. What's your greatest ever achievement in life? Greatest ever achievement in life would definitely have to be winning worlds. <laughs> being being world champion. Being That's world champion, hundred percent. That sounds <laughs> pretty good. Eh? Say that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, there's not, and, and especially with uh, with the stuff that you do, there's there's one in your category. Like you're the only one. <laughs> That's pretty cool, eh? Yeah. <laughs> so, with that, who or who are the people that have had the most influence on your career or your life? Um, definitely my mum and dad, um, biggest influence in my life. Um, yeah. <laughs> Is that because they sort of put the drive in you or they just believe in you or they just help you? Why is that? Put the drive in me at a young age, um, and knowing the, having a sporting background, knowing being passionate about that and yeah. And just their values and worth ethic. Worth ethic. Yeah. Work ethic. That's the one we're after. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Okay, I've got some quick fire questions for you. Ready? Favorite food? Favorite food, steak on a Friday night with a glass of red wine. Very nice. 
Favorite song. Favorite song. Oh my god. So a song that um, is quite sentimental is when I was driving to Worlds, the fa- um, song Journey, Believe. I don't yeah. know. I just it's just got that in my hand. Every time I hear it, it reminds me of um, of that day. That, yeah, that moment, that experience. <laughs> Favorite place in the world. Favorite place in the world. Wow. Uh, I'm not sure. I actually, really, I actually really like being here and in the beaches. <laughs> it's uh, it's funny because where where you grew up is where we used to always holiday as as kids, like at Coldale and Bulleye and all that sort of stuff. And obviously, um, your mum and and um, your auntie and and your uncle and stuff, we used to always come down and visit them. And my dad's actually laid to rest right near your parents' house on Sandon Point there. And um, I, I love coming down that part of the world because it, it is one of the most beautiful parts of the world. And it's an interesting question, your favourite place in the world, because a lot of people say, oh, where I am now. Or that. Actually, you live in one of the most beautiful parts of the world and always have. And it's, yeah. it's really interesting that a, a young girl that grew up in Bulleye and from the south to the south coast, and uh, now you're sitting on top of the world, that must be a pretty awesome feeling. Oh, yeah, it's definitely an awesome feeling. Until you experience going other places, you really um, appreciate where you're from. Yeah. Yeah, and the place to be locked up at the moment is not a bad spot either. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I see all these poor people in Italy and stuff and they're locked up oh, in apartments and, and they're all living on top of each other and you look outside and there's the ocean. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I think I know where I'd rather be. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> so the last question is, what's next for Tara? Um, just keep building, um, getting stronger, and I just want to achieve a being becoming um, world champion again. To be honest, so you want to be a multiple world champ? Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. So we sit here today's the uh, it's, it's towards the end of April, and what what are your PBs at the moment? Well, I haven't PB'd since Worlds. Okay. Yeah. But current PB is deadlift of two hundred. Squat. Oh yes, okay. What's what's your squat PB? Um, one one sixty eight kilos and um eighty five kilos. Okay, so for four for nationals, which is yep. later in the year, and then worlds in let's call it December. What are we lifting? Two fifteen deadlift. Two fifteen deadlift, one seventy five squat, and I would like a ninety two and a half bench. That's insane. Well. <laughs> To say I'm proud of you is an understatement. To say you're an awesome human is an understatement as well. Thanks so much for spending the time with me. I know you you're, you found it difficult. Hopefully it wasn't too hard for you. Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure today, Brett. Thanks, Tara, and um, give my love to your family. I will send my love to your family as well. I will do. What an amazing human. Thank you so much for listening today. I really hope that you enjoy the rest of the Podfire podcast. And I really hope that you enjoyed Awesome Humans. Reach out to us on Podfire and all the social media channels as well as BJ Macker uh, to reach out to me personally. Have a great day.